When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Essential Cruise Tip Show, making it fun and easy to discover, plan, and enjoy unforgettable cruise vacations with tips and advice from me, Gary Bembridge, host of the largest cruise blogger channel on YouTube. Let's get going with today's episode. I realized that you and I were doing it completely wrong when I saw a bunch of videos first by Brian Christopher. He's a popular YouTube slot machine gambler, and he was on Carnival, and he posted videos with titles like Major Win on the Open Seas, Triple Up, Massive Win on Carnival. And then I met a really interesting cruiser called Jen's Away Cruising, and she told me about the many, many offers she gets for free cruises. She gets them every single week. So I thought it's time that I investigated to work out how does this whole gambling on a cruise ship work? Welcome aboard. I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is what I found out. Well, first off, most ocean cruise ships that I've been on have casinos. There are a few that don't. So Norwegian's Pride of America, all the Viking Ocean cruise ships, Disney and Azamara ships, they don't have casinos on at all, nor do most of the expedition and river cruises that I've been on either. But those that do have them, they're always in high traffic areas and involves me walking through them to get to and from the theater. I guess that is to encourage us to stop and play. So bear that in mind. Now, the more that I explored, I came across nine key differences to land-based casinos that I love to go to in places like Las Vegas. The most important thing I discovered is that the odds in cruise casinos are much worse than they are on land. Now, I'm not particularly kind of an aficionado on all of the details, but I found through various gambling blogs and even cruise blogs like cruisely.com, they had a bunch of articles with all the details. And they say that in Las Vegas casinos, you know, slot machines are likely to pay 90% and way, way higher. It's rumored to be much lower, about 80% on cruise ships. Now, in Blackjack, which my partner Mark plays a lot of when we cruise. He notes that when playing on land, for example, if he bids $10 and gets blackjack, he'll get back $15. But on the ship, he regularly only gets $12. And roulette also has much worse payouts. So you don't go on a cruise to really gamble professionally, but there are other perks and other reasons for gambling, which I'll come to in a short while. The table minimums are, though, much, much lower on ships than on land. I've played for as little as $3 per bet on blackjack. 
but I've seen it changed a lot based on where I'm sitting. The most amazing big change was we were on a trip which went from Australia up to Asia, and we were paying with it like between three and five dollar minimums. We got to Hong Kong, lots of Chinese travelers got on board, and it ramped up to $12 and on some tables up to $20. So the price minimums do change based on where you're cruising. So because of all of this, it's much more recreational and sociable than playing on land casinos. I find it much, much less intimidating to play the tables on board ships. The other gamblers are definitely more friendly and they're much more forgiving of people like me who don't fully know, don't fully follow all the rules of things like blackjack, you know, when to stick and so on. In Vegas, very different. I've found if you don't stick to the rules, don't play properly, they get really, really difficult uh, with you. Also, to make it much easier, the cruise lines run classes. They show and remind me how to play all the various different games. They also, which I really like, put on tournaments, which are great, They're particularly for us less experienced gamblers, because they have a small flat fee, like I was recently on Queen Mary 2 Crossing. I don't really know roulette that well. I just paid $30, I got a big pile of chips and I could play roulette, just experiment and learn how it went. I've also been earlier the year on Oceana Marina and they did a slot competition, which was about for the same amount. By the way, the winner actually pocketed a couple of hundred dollars, but it wasn't me, unfortunately. Unlike on land, cruise casinos are not open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Cruise ship casinos can only open when they're cruising in international waters because of all the gambling regulations. So if you are into gambling, you need to go for cruises with lots of sea days or certainly ones that leave ports early in the evening because otherwise you're going to have much less gambling. Even on sea days though, while the slot machines will be open all day, the tables tend to have much more restricted times. Also, in cruise casinos, passengers can gamble from the age of 18 versus 21 on land casinos like in Las Vegas in the United States. Although for many US departing or very focused itineraries like Alaska and even some Caribbean cruises like on MSC, they will stick to the 21 years of age gambling rule. Importantly though, on many cruise lines, of course you can't drink until you're 21. So you may not actually be able to drink when you're gambling. There are of course, because of the size, fewer games and fewer tables than in those big land casinos. So on cruise ships, I usually find four key ways to gamble. Bingo, scratch cards, those kind of arcade games like coin pusher things, and of course, casino games, slots and tables. Now in terms of tables, I have always found blackjack and I've found some dealer-based poker games like Ultimate Texas Hold'em, Three Card Caribbean Stud. And I've never been on a cruise with regular poker games where you play versus other guests, like, you know, those big tournaments you get in land casinos. Though I do believe and have heard that Norwegian and Royal Caribbean do sometimes run those. But on most cruises, it's usually video poker game machines. I pretty much always find roulette tables on most, occasionally on the very big ships I've seen craps table. I've never seen Baccarat, but some people told me that some ships do have them. Sports gaming, by the way, is not a big thing on cruises yet. I did actually find it on a recent Princess Cruise on their app, which also has other games on it where you can actually then gamble pretty much anywhere around the ship. The seventh key difference is I can use cash as on land, but I can also charge my gambling to my room via my cruise card. Some cruise lines have even let me use my onboard credit to gamble with, like when I was on Celebrity, uh, Royal Caribbean, 
but for example, not on Holland America. So you need to check if your cruise line will let you use your onboard credit. To charge to my room, I put my cruise card in the slot machine and I basically charge it. The good thing about that is I've not normally been charged a fee. So that's why I avoid the onboard cash machines. They often have a fee if you want to withdraw cash. But if you charge when you're playing at a table, there also seems to be a fee for that on many cruise lines. Now, unlike in Vegas, when I finish playing where they print out that little slip which has your balance on, then you go to machine and get the cash out. On most cruise lines, the balance goes onto my cruise card, and I then have to take my cruise card to the cashier to cash it out. Now, the balance on that cruise card does not offset my onboard account bill. It's a separate thing. So I physically have to cash out and I need to make sure that I always remember that at least on the last night I cash out or I will lose my money. So make sure that you do not miss out on that. The next difference I noticed was no free drinks. In Vegas, waitresses come around offering free drinks, but I found on most cruises, if I'm playing the slots, I start to earn some free drinks points and eventually then I earn some free drinks. If playing on the tables, occasionally the pit boss might offer a round of drinks, but generally speaking, it's not free drinks in a cruise casino. One thing I did discover by the way from the Point Sky blog, that is if I actually had status on the big land-based casinos, you can actually get perks on the cruise, but not the other way around. So if, for example, you've got status with MGM Rewards or the Caesar program, you'll find many cruise lines will give you equivalent benefits or even up to, based on your status, free cruises. So if you do have status, check with your cruise line and find out if you can get that. So are there any similarities to land-based casinos? You're probably asking me by now with all those differences. Smoking, unfortunately, many, many casinos on cruise ships also allow smoking. It's the one place on many ships that you can smoke indoors. It is changing though. There was no smoking on my recent Celebrity, Cunard, Oceania, Regent Seven Seas, Silver Sea and Seabourn trips. So it is changing. Another similarity, unfortunately, is if you're from the US, you have to pay tax, even though you're kind of out at sea. Now, normally what happens is the cruise line, if you've got a big win, you know, over $1,200 in a payout, I believe, they will normally give you the IRS forms. The rest of it you're supposed to, of course, declare. If you come from the UK or many other places, you don't have to pay taxes on wins in the casino because they don't tax gambling wins. Another key similarity, and one that has proven to be a game changer for many, is cruise line casino loyalty programs. Those programs are different to the normal cruise loyalty programs you get for sailing. And many cruisers like Jen's Away Cruising that I mentioned earlier, uses those to get perks, freebies, and cruises. Now I had always assumed that you had to gamble and lose a lot of money, but Jen has showed me this is not the case if you gamble smarter. And talking to a casino host on board a cruise recently, they confirmed what Jen had said. Now, all the lines appear to have these casino programs. The most popular ones seem to include Royal Caribbean's Club Royal Rewards Program, Celebrities' Celebrity Blue Chip, Carnival's Players Club, and the Norwegian group across all of their lines, Casinos at Sea. Now, no matter how big or small a gambler you are, Jen and the casino host recommended that I do the following few things. First of all, Go to the casino on the first night because most cruise lines, by the way, give free slot play to use on the first day or two. And secondly, while there, seek out the casino host and speak to them. Ask them, what is the program? 
Do I need to sign up? How do I get the perks? Most of them, by the way, just simply work by putting your cruise card in the slot machine. Now, while the line can track exactly spend, you know, when I'm playing the slots, it's more judgments used by the casino host observing play on the tables. So being on their radar early on is really important because the cruise, that, that casino host manages and decides and allocates perks during the cruise. But how much though do I need to gamble to get free cruises? That was the big challenge I had of Jen. Now, I did look at Royal Caribbean as a good example. And according to that, to get a free interior cabin, an inside cabin, I needed to get to the prime level. That was 2,500 points. Now you earn one point per $5 gamble. So in theory, I had to place bets of $12,500 across a year. However, Jen doesn't gamble that much and she still gets all those free and discounted cruise offers across many lines, Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Holland America. She gets those every single week. Now what she does is she says she gambles between $1,000 and $2,500 on a cruise. That is quite a lot of money, but she's been on 50 cruises and she tracks the cost if she'd paid the going rate versus her actual total out of pocket, which includes her gambling, her drinks, any onboard spend. And she's calculated she's paid less all in than a third in total of what the value of the cruises she'd been on, even including some gambling losses. Now, it's important that she doesn't lose that amount of money. It's just the amount of money that you put through the system. Now, I've put together a blog post of how she does this in great detail, including her tips by line that you can see on my blog, tipsfortravelers.com casino, because it's too complicated to cover here. Now, she stresses getting on the casino host radar and into whatever lines program at the start is really important if you want to go down this route. She recommends on your first cruise, you probably need to gamble, put through at least the cost of the cruise. You don't need to lose it, but you just need to get on the radar. Once you're on the radar in the system, you keep getting offers, they're constant. Of course, whenever gambling, never gamble more than you can afford to lose. What Mark and I do when we go on board a cruise is we go with a little gambling fund. We have a little envelope with the amount of money that we are prepared to lose. We cash out every night and we kind of know where we are. Once that envelope's gone, we stop. I put links here and in the description for the gambling responsibly sites in the US and the UK if you do need help or it does become an issue. If you found this interesting and want to get more cruise tips, go to my Tips for Travelers YouTube channel for weekly videos, weekly live stream cruise Q&As, and quick 60 second cruise tips. There's a link in the show notes. But also, why not consider becoming a patron on Patreon to get additional patron exclusive videos, ebooks, and one-to-one -one cruising advice. Visit patreon.com slash tips for travelers, where travelers is spelled the UK way with two L's. Links also in the show notes. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.